Ladies and gentlemen, this is your favorite Canadian, Rico, back at it again. You are tuned in to BFPN, Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network, home to seven days a week of Buffalo Bills content, news, updates, analysis, you name it, we got it seven days a week. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume. It's BFPN, Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network. Welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. We have a little bit of an exciting time here. Um, some news you may have heard already. Um, we are now part of the Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network and website. Um, it's a great thing for us. It's a, hopefully a great thing for them. We're their 10th podcast, so kind of a, an anniversary collection for them, I guess. And uh, we're going to call this season 1.5, episode 1, because we have a lot to talk about when it comes to you know, free agency and all that kind of stuff. And until we get to the regular season, we're going to call this, you know, season 1.5 of our podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, here we go. We got uh, Jake Cranston and Jeff Webster, your hosts. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's good to be What's back on? after the little uh, layoff we yeah. had there, huh? I feel well rested. Yeah, me not, too. Not, not really, but I, I, you didn't get much of a layoff. snow sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. Hey, we're in hey, Buffalo, though. Yeah, man. that's right. Get used to it, right? Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely excited to be part of the- Big time. The Buffalo Fanatics Podcast Network, that is huge. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. super cool for us to get onto and just get our podcast out there to more listeners. So yep. hopefully that happens, man. Yeah, yeah I never, absolutely. I never would have seen it coming, especially after only doing this for the short amount of time we have, but it's really cool. Yeah, right. I'm definitely it's appreciative. It's a lot of fun, you know? I mean, it's what's better than doing something you really enjoy for a little while and having people uh, want to tune in? It's fantastic. I mean, yeah, what can you I say? I agree, man. It's, it's, it's great. It's huge. So we got uh, some cool stuff to get into today because, I mean, again, we've been off for a little while and right. we, we kind of had to get over that Kansas City Chiefs loss, you know, right. which obviously sucked and everybody was, you know, not happy about. But we were also yeah. happy that we made it where we made it. Right. Um, so it took me a little time to kind of just sit back and let, you know, non-football stuff play out in my head. Right. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm getting excited to to cover free agency, the draft, everything, man. Right, and now we get to see if the things we talked about last year, as far as building a team for now and the future, is gonna is gonna hold water. You know, that's that's the plan from everything they tell us. Um, Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, the plan has been all along is long term successes, not just a one and done kind of a deal, one good season and then start over. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. You know, this is going to be tougher than what anybody would have anticipated when these guys started. So yeah, and I think be it's a challenge. For it's them. evident that we are in the midst of building this team right now to make a Super Bowl run now. But yep. not only like you know now, but like you said, Jeff, like we're we're ready to keep building year by year to be competitive. We don't want to just build our team to make a Super Bowl appearance and then. That's right. that, right? right? You know, we want to build for the next five, ten years, whatever, you know. If you look at some of the stronger teams in the league, there's teams that year after year, yeah, they'll have a down year here and there, but year after year after year, they're competing for at least the playoffs, a lot of times for a deep run in the playoffs, and it that's what these guys talk about. That's what it sounds like they're trying to build, and um, so far, it's worked out really well. Yeah. Now comes, you know, a little bit of a hit, smaller cap than last year they're gonna have to make some moves they got a lot of guys 
that are going to be looking for more money here over the course of not only this year, but the next couple of years. Um, guys they won't probably talk about this year or immediately anyway is Josh Allen, Trey Edmonds, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, guys at Oliver, guys like that, that are going to come due. So we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, that's the plan. That is the goal for them to just be there year after year after year after year. Then now's their shot, you know? Absolutely. Speaking of um, guys that we want to cover, we're going to look at doing some um, talk about the Bills free agents that we want to at least keep or cut. I mean, right. we have a, a decent list. and <laughs> There's um, a long list, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's definitely some, some key players in here that uh, – I know on my part, you know, that I went through. And so I guess we'll get to that point right now. Yeah. Um, we'll start uh, at the top of the list with, with uh, Matt Barkley, our, our backup. What are you uh, thinking we're going to do with him? Well, I think for the contract, he's probably going to carry. Uh, he knows the team. He knows the scheme. So unless a better offer comes by, I think he's fine. Yeah. The intent is that he's an insurance policy that you don't want to use. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can keep him under contract, not tie up a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in. Yeah, I mean, he's only making, like, what, around Two five is, mil? Is it that much even? I thought Might it was something like that. Three or four, whatever, yeah. but yeah. I mean, he's not expensive. I mean, here, here's here's my take. I, I keep him, right? Right. And But my take is if Josh Allen gets hurt for the season, he's done. Right. They're, they're not going to rely on Matt Barkley to step in and, and try right. to move us to the playoffs no. most likely i would think that they would try to make a trade for somebody right to bring them in to to push our team forward matt barkley is not the guy that's gonna win you games rest of the season if josh got hurt right. in the first couple right. weeks yeah. you know what i mean J- matt barkley is the guy that if josh hurts something and he's out for the rest of the game barkley can come in and and hopefully save the game or right or win the game for you whatever right you know so that's kind of yeah, how I look at it. Going back early on in, in Josh Allen's career here, uh, that might have been different when the defense was winning your football games. Yeah. You know, where you were winning, scoring less than three touchdowns a game. Then Matt Barkley maybe could have uh, carried the water. But, yeah, it ain't it ain't going to happen now. No. He's not going to put up 30-plus points a game. He's not that type of guy. No. So, so. unless the defense really turns a corner. Uh, but it, I guess it depends on where they are in the season, right? If mm-hmm. you're – if you're three quarters away through the season and it's not working out the way you'd hoped anyway, probably not going to make a huge investment. But yeah, yep. If you're early on in the season and you think you can make a run, you're definitely going to have to do something. Absolutely, There's no doubt. No, oh, yeah. God yeah. forbid it gets to that. But yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm I mean, in with Matt Park. We we know it's all it's football. Anything can happen. Right. So, yeah. but that's you know we don't want to think about that. You know, right? Uh, we got T.J. Yeldon. I personally think that we cut him because, and this is why I think we cut him. It was pretty obvious that our regime just really didn't want him to be a guy that's going to be not even featured, but you know, a guy that's going to play much. Rarely used. He's not part of the plan. It yeah. just didn't seem like it. No. I mean, yep. you know, they used him uh, at the end of the year in a, a what playoff game. Um, you know, Casey, he came right. in a little bit. But, right. Um, it's just, I don't know. I mean, he he could be cheap. He could be like, you know, two, two mil a year, you know. But, yeah. But there's a lot of different, you know, we'll get into that, but there's a lot of different guys that we could bring in that could be a rotational guy or what have you. It just right. it just doesn't seem to me that he he's part of the yeah, plan, like and, Jay said. And the Bills have made an investment in both Zach Moss and Devin Singletary to this point. So as long as they're under contract, they're rookie deals, um, I don't anticipate them, you know, going out and getting Aaron 
uh, Jones or, you know, yeah. spending a bunch of money on a running back. No. I, I don't think there's value there. No. So it all depends on, again, TJ Yeldon knows the scheme. He's that insurance policy, right? And, and depending on what happens with, you know, Antonio Williams, Christian Wade, I don't know where they're going with that deal either. So yeah. it all depends, you know? Right. I mean, it's, it's not only – um, replacing a guy with somebody who doesn't know the system, but you also got to have at least some money savings or some reason to make that move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for sure. So we'll see. But I'm, I'm again. He's one of those guys that I haven't thought about a ton. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't bother me either way. Yeah. You know same I mean? here. Same here. For sure. Uh, I got uh, Taiwan Jones. Nothing that we have to get into too deep. I think right. uh, he's a guy that obviously is, you know. Uh, Special teamer. Special teamer. Yep. I think they, they'll probably keep him just because he's been good on special teams. Yeah, and again, very inexpensive. Yeah, inexpensive. So I, I think I think he stays on the roster. So Isaiah McKenzie is a toss-up, I think, between a lot of people out there. Um, I think that we do keep him. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but the reason I think we keep him, um, and we, you and I have had a lot of discussions about that. He's, right. He's, he's a gadget guy, but he's also a guy that, is reliable when the ball's thrown to to him. I mean, right. you gave me that stat, and I, I don't know off the top of my head. But. His catch percentage was quite good. It's small yeah. small sampling. Right. I think it was 30 out of 36 or 38 catches or something. It was, it was 80%, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, the three touchdowns at one game. Um, it may be, since he played such an important role towards the end of the season when John Brown was hurt, that he may be in for an expanded role. For sure. You know what I mean? I so that, yeah. it depends on how they view him. I, I don't I don't know if uh you know, if he's gonna strictly be that gadget guy anymore. He he took on more of a, a, a wide receiver role, even yeah. even limitedly, but he did. So Yeah, and he can learn I mean if he can learn anything, which I'm assuming he's gotta be learning a, a right. ton from Cole Beasley, man. Oh yeah, you for know? sure. And John Brown. Oh you know yeah, I mean? uh, yeah. Because that was a cool part. It wasn't just that, you know, he wasn't just playing from the slot. Mm-hmm. Like, along with being that gadget player, I mean, he was he was playing uh, intermediate or intermediate passes and everything. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's got a place on this roster. Yeah, I do too. You know, I really do. He's he's too much talent to let him go, and he's not going to be expensive. No, you know, no. Nope. Um, let's see. So the next guy I have would be Andre Roberts, and I think we're cutting him again, McKenzie. What we saw him what <laughs> one he, return for a touchdown. But he, I mean, give him a chance. The guy's electric. Yeah, and he's fast. He's, I mean, dude, put him on punt return. Put him on kick return. See, the thing that I start, I'm starting to see this year too, is we're moving into this year. Is there's a lot of like these gadget guys, so to speak, right. that play wide receiver. That not only do they do that, but they fill up another roster spot in your punt return or your right. kick return. You know, and right. like, why are we keeping an extra guy? That specifically just returns punts. We I mean, talked about that before. Too. Yeah, it's like why? I agree. I don't, I don't I understand. Agree. I mean, McKenzie can get on the field and and he can do much more on the field catching the ball than Ro- He's Andre a Roberts. very good return guy. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But you're He's, not going to see him out on the field on offense nope. very damn often. No, you that, know what I mean. That doesn't help. That doesn't help you. And if we look at McDermott, he's a guy that likes players that can play on multiple positions. Yep. You know? Yep. So yeah, if you look at the league, they're going more and more to the touchback. I mean, that's one of the reasons Tyler Bass got picked by the Bills. I mean, his 
his touchback percentage was huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that kickoff return guy just starts to lose a little bit of impact the yeah. less and less kickoff returns you have. It doesn't seem important to me. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. It does, but not, not for a guy that if we have one on our roster that can a do it already. A roster spot for it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Nope. Uh, Tyler Croft, what do you think? Yeah, he's gone. He's gone, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen much of him. Uh, Daryl Williams, we've talked a lot about that. Um, I think we keep him, and we were talking about his contract. Um, you think around, what do you think, eight, nine million a year? You think I'm thinking about eight, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think I'm hoping that a lot of these guys, now I know there's managers involved, and in, in, in they're looking at the money end of it, right? They're, they're looking for the best for their clients, but at the same time, this is a team that has been uh, built on that whole family environment. I think they're more likely to do hometown discounts than a lot of places. Right. And, uh, you know, talking about Daryl Williams, but um, he he wasn't doing that well, and the Bills took a took a gamble and brought him in. Yeah. And now, who knows? It could be the Jordan Phillips scenario. He wants to test right. free agency. He wants to see what he can get. I don't blame the guy. But uh, there's value there at, at 7 or $8 million. You know, right. he, he, he performed extremely well. Uh, it was his first year. So I think he's only going to get better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in with trying to, trying to get him signed. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, he had a good, he had a good year. Um, we can get him probably a little cheaper than we would trying to go to free agency to get somebody else to replace right. him. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm keeping him. Uh, Ty and Saki. Um, I think he's 34 now, 33, yeah. 34. I think it's time to let him go. Yeah, same here. Very limited role last year. Yep. Uh, Brian Winters, I think we're mutual on that. Yeah, that didn't work out. Not at all. John Feliciano, I think we're mutual on keeping him. Yeah, for sure. Think- yeah, that those two guys, Daryl Williams and John Feliciano, I think are their two yeah. main targets for, for re-sign. And Feliciano is... I think right around the same type of money, like like seven, eight mil. Yes. Yeah. Like. And he's uh he's again, it's it goes beyond just the performance on the field. You know, if you look at what happened after he missed a significant amount of time, he comes in, Mitch Morris goes out. The guy's playing guard, he's playing center, he's yeah. playing he's all over that line. Yep. And doing it well. I mean, he performed extremely well. So yeah, I I definitely think that's uh that's a good one for targeting. Yeah, absolutely, and he's. He, I like his streak, like his his mean streak he can bring to the yes. team, like his. Yes, you know what I mean, like his tenacity, the guy that's. Yeah, there's passion there in his yeah. play. It's, yeah. yeah, it's fun to watch. Uh, the they did resign or they kept uh, Jordan Devy. I already. Right. Yep. I don't know what the contract was, but I'm not sure. Um. But yeah, we kept him. Uh, Ike Bakker. I. I don't know if he's going to start next year or not, but I say we keep him just because he's good enough to at least be depth right when he's been called on again he's held his own he hasn't you know fireworks weren't going off or anything but he's he's um held the position enough that yeah, yeah. you don't just let him walk for nothing no no he's a guy that you i mean he he built a lot of you know camaraderie with the guys he had right. a decent year i mean this guy i would definitely keep yeah you know uh trent murphy i think we're mutual he yep. let him go uh, Matt Milano, um, I think most people at this point are kind of preparing themselves to, to say bye-bye to him. Yeah, I give him about a 10% chance of re-signing Matt Milano. I really yeah. do. It comes down to, and it sounds simple, but it, it really is, it comes down to, hey, do you want to play for a contender or do you want to go play for money? 
Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, and, you know, from a player's perspective, they're looking at a long career. He's 26, maybe, or something like that. I don't think he's very so, old. Yeah. So I'm sure he's looking at the fact he has a long way to go. Yeah. And uh, even if he went to a team that isn't a contender now, he may be a piece that could be a contender down the road. And I don't I don't know. I'm not inside the guy's head. I don't know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he probably would be willing to take a little bit less to stay. But I really think that that's. It's more of a mutual thing. Brandon Bean's been talking about it forever since the end of the season that he's earned the right to test free agency. And so that's basically, in my opinion, telling Matt Milano, let's see what happens. Go ahead. Yeah. See what you can get. You know, if uh, if the market's not as strong as you think it is and, uh, you know, we can we can come up with a number that works for both of us, then, yeah, absolutely, we'll sign you. They'd love to keep him. The guy's well, talented. I know they would, yeah. But the injuries, there's other things. I think it's just let's see what everybody else is willing to do for you. It's the same thing with, uh, yep. again, you know, Jordan Phillips, uh, Shaq Lawson. They earned yeah. the right to hit free agency, and they they hit it big. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. But, yeah, I have, I personally don't think there's much chance of uh, him staying. I don't think so either. I mean, I, like you said, I, I would I would like to keep him. I like to see the guy on the team. He's, yeah. he's been – a great player for us, but uh, him and Edmonds have been side by side since like Edmonds came in. Like, yeah, I mean it's yeah, I know it'll be different. Yeah, uh, let's see. I got Andre Smith. He's a special teamer. I don't know. Right, Keeper right. cut him. I don't know what to do. Right? Yeah, there are some bit pieces that are just going to be whatever they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, something doesn't... coaches and GMs' decisions on whether or not they have a a place here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Certainly don't know every special teams player. Yeah, sad to say. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, what do you think about Levi? Do we keep him? Uh, he's a restricted free agent, but he he is um, a guy that I would attempt to keep, but I wouldn't break the bank for him. Yeah, you know I mean, again, he's been a steady force there. He's done well, but not not exceptional. Sure. And it depends on what you're looking at for the draft. If you can, you know, if you can see a path to a, a better player via the draft or free agency. Right. You know, we haven't talked about the fact that a lot of guys are saying that. This is a good year to let guys test free agency. It's going to flood the market because so many people are underwater with the cap mm-hmm. that you may be able to sign some really good quality players after free agency's in the books for a few days or a week or whatever and yeah. uh, maybe get some real good players at a bargain. So I think some GMs are going to be more likely to take that risk. You know? Yeah, I get so that. So he's that guy. He's the guy that. What's it going to cost, and is it going to work out versus what's available? What's available out there, yeah. yeah. yeah and there's some good guys available. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, Josh Norman, I think um, we may keep him, but it, I don't know. I mean, if we did keep him, he'd be like a couple mil, couple mil a right. year type guy. Right. Yeah, he'd Maybe. probably get another one year, two million dollars, yeah. whatever, three million. I mean, he played. He played pretty solid. He wasn't. He wasn't great. He wasn't horrible. He was just. He right. was there. He was decent. Right. You know, he had some yeah. decent plays here and there, but. Yep. Another depth guy that has you know time in the league that you know I wouldn't you know be I wouldn't be mad if we kept him right. I would be sad if he left. So I'm thinking they they may at uh, some point make a play for a number two cornerback. Yep. You know, and then Levi Wallace or uh, Josh Norman are going to be that that backup guy. I don't think both necessarily, right. Right. but one of the two, mm-hmm. depending on what's available. And if nobody's available, then we're back to where we were with. Trey White and those two guys yep. as your you know top three. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Dean Marlowe, I think 
I think we keep him. I don't, yeah. He's not going to cost much, and right. he's, he's been around, so I think keep him. And then uh, Corey B- Gork- Jorquez. I can never say his name. Great. Oh, the Power Hunter or whatever. The yeah. Par, yeah. yeah I, I mean, keep him. I don't see anything. Yeah, no, I thought he I did mean. fine. I thought he played actually really well last yeah, year. Yeah, couple of couple of small problems, but um, over the the whole season, I thought he played very well. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to punt a lot, so that's cool. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's good for him too. Kept you know, him, kept him resting. Not like Brian Mormon, where uh, you <laughs> yeah. know he was our like uh, you know best player on our team at, right. at six, one point. <laughs> six punts a yeah. game minimum. He, the only guy that made the Pro Bowl is our punter. Like, yeah, right. Glad those days are over. Jesus. Well, that that covers free agency for guys on our roster right now. So, right, I think we're pretty. You know, I think we're going to be pretty close on a lot of these. Yeah, you know, I think, yeah, I do too. But you never know. We'll see what happens. Right, right. There are guys in there that are on the bubble as far as cost versus replacement. I think that's as a GM. That's what you're constantly looking at. Yeah, the uh, quality of the player versus the cost. Sure. And what's it going to cost to replace him, knowing that probably going to be a little bit of a acclimation period for those guys, right? Yeah. I mean, even look at last year, um, Justin Zimmer was a good case. A.J. Klein was an, an example of a guy that in the first half of the season was somewhat invisible, and then he came on. He played extremely well, and he may be in line for a role, um, depending on what happens. Oh, he yeah. might draft a, a linebacker with probably talk about that at some point but um yeah he might carve out a regular piece in the lineup oh he's if, got if good, milano goes yeah he's got a good shot i mean he For played sure. he played well enough this year i think so you know yeah i do i agree so um now we get into the more exciting part which would be free agent targets that we think have right a shot. are available yeah you know or could be available yeah or guys that you know that we feel that have a shot of sign with us. Tag season open today. Yeah. So some of these guys we're going to talk about probably will be tagged, I right. think. At least some of the ones I know I was thinking about um, yeah. could could definitely be tagged. Oh, sure. Sure. So, well, I mean, let's get into the cap space real quick, and then we can kind of combine that with the free agents. Um, so as of right now, we got about like 2.1 in cap space, correct? Available. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, based on $180 million, I think. Right. So out of that 180 mil, we have, and this is pretty consensus across the board, I think, in a lot of talk out there, a lot of articles, a lot of people are, are saying the same thing. But the first guy that um, I think the Bills would look towards possibly cutting to save money would be John Brown. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, pretty, again, been pretty consensus around, right? you know, all the yeah, bills. unless he's really looking at a a major um, salary cut. Right. With the injuries, he's getting older. Probably not going to be able to keep him at $9 million. Right. I mean, I just I don't see it. Not with a reduced cap this year. Yeah. And like you said, he's he's due 9 mil. If we cut him, we save 8. So Right. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's there's a, a good, and a good again, thing about that. And so. again, that cost against replacement, right? Can you right. go out and get somebody of a similar skill yeah. to replace them? You might already have that guy on the field. You right. know, you might have him on your team already. You got Gabe Davis. You got Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. And then you have access to other players, too, that, you know. Uh, remember, John Brown had his best year with the Bills. So Correct, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I maybe, think it's a good possibility. It'd be sad to see him go, but same here, man. I I hate to see anybody go, but it's you can't 
draft players and bring players in and keep all the same players year after year after year. I know. You do got to let them go. Yeah, so. after, after you have a year like that, you kind of feel like you've got a magical formula going and you're not really sure what you're going to change and what it's going to do. But I think, you know, at this point, we don't have much of a choice. Right. Got to yeah. take that risk that's and restructure exactly things. Right. Yep, you do. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the only thing you can do is you, you got to target certain guys to to increase your cap space to bring other guys into impact your team right. at some point. It's yeah, just, and you look at Cole Beasley. Yeah, he played a fair amount of the time injured, but he didn't yeah. lose any field time. Right. And he, his performance didn't drop. I mean, he played with a fractured bone in his leg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, he wasn't a huge part of the game plan for you know, Not all certain time, games. for sure, but, yeah. But he was always present. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with John Brown, but uh, he's he's definitely one that if we, we let go, we'll save some, some money with him. Yes. Um, I think that's going to be important. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, if we cut him, we save eight mil as well. Yeah. And I see I see that happening. For sure. Uh, Vernon Butler, he's only due a mil, and if we cut him, we save 6.8. Right. So that's a good savings, and he he didn't perform up to the level that I think. I didn't think so. We, yeah, you know, we thought it at the Bill so. right. Yeah, I mean, right. so uh, Mario Addison, uh, we cut him, we save six, which I think is a very high possibility based on his age and his performance right. last at year. Thirty three or whatever. I think yeah. there's a really good chance that he does. Yeah, there's a, a common theme on this list. All of these cap casualty possibilities are all pretty old. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them are definitely older. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, they they brought in guys that were guys, you know, that we we thought were gonna help us out, right. but right. And, some, and some of them uh, some of them have, but in very limited roles. Yeah. Is it worth the cost for basically a backup or rotational player? Yep. And cost against replacement. Can you get another guy that maybe is a little bit younger that maybe has uh, growth available yep. where these guys are pretty much they are who they are? Yeah. Yeah. Their ceiling. Yeah. Their ceiling's already been yeah, hit. Exactly. You know? Uh, Lee Smith, uh, I think you said he might retire or something. Maybe he talked about retirement, and I think if he doesn't retire, he probably will be cut yep. again. We'll save there's zero dead cap yeah. there, so we'll save two point five. We cut him, right. nothing huge, but it does. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anything. So if you if you cut those guys, we save right around thirty mil with those right. guys right there. Right. Now the the guy on the fence for me, and I think you and I have talked about it a few times, would be Jerry Hughes, right? Uh, he's on the last year's contract, he's due nine mil and he's 33, 34 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, 32 right now. I think probably 30, by the time the yeah. season starts, he's going to be 33. Yeah. Maybe. So he's, he's up there in age again. Right. Um, he's a guy that's been on the team a while. He's had a lot of impact for the bills. So it's, it's tough. I mean, again, if we cut him, we save seven mil. So if you take those guys that we just talked about, plus Jerry Hughes, you know, you're right. close to 40 mil right there. Right. Um, it it, it to, For me, it totally depends. If we can get J.J. Watt, then I think Jerry Hughes is probably going to be gone because J.J. Watt, you know, they're talking for him like a three-year, 36 million, you know, like 12, 13 mil a year right. roughly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I would say all of that. And you might be bidding. I mean, yeah. you, you probably will be in a bit of a bidding war. It's not all about money. Obviously, right. he's already said he wants the Super Bowl, but yep. But that doesn't mean that there aren't more than one team that could give him that. Uh the Bills, Browns, Packers, uh even maybe Pittsburgh, I've heard cuz his brother plays there like Yep. You may have to pay a little bit more than what you would think just because he's going to uh yeah. 
he's gonna he's gonna warrant it. You know what I mean? He, oh, I'm sure. He probably has earned that. Yeah. Um, but again, the only issue I have with Jerry Hughes is um, you're gonna you're gonna leave yourself really thin at at an edge. Um, I mean, you got Epinesa, right? Uh, we already talked about how many edge guys, um, Mario Addison. Um, you know, uh, he's like a tackle edge kind of a guy. Yep. So with uh, Trent Murphy, you know, um, you don't want to leave yourself too too soft there. So you may have to bring in more yeah. than J.J. Watt. Well, don't forget, we we still have Daryl Johnson. Daryl Johnson, who so far has been pretty decent rotationally. I just yeah. don't know if he's going to be like who's going to be J.J. Watt and who would be on the other side minus Jerry Hughes. You think it Darryl would be Daryl Johnson? I mean, it it totally depends. I mean, it could be you know between him and Epinesa, maybe kind of splitting time or right. You know what I mean? Like right. I mean, at some yeah, point you got to get younger at one of the. Oh, ends, for sure. And you know? you're bringing JJ Watt in to get better, and he's not exactly young either. Right. Correct. So, if you know if if you're thinking this is the year you want to make a Super Bowl run, you could bring in JJ Watt. You could probably get a few more years out of him. Even Jerry Hughes, maybe another year or two. Um, but you may have to bring in somebody else if you're going to cut Jerry Hughes. So you got to believe that somebody else he did he did I think was uh, 18th among edge rushers uh, in PFF last year. Jerry Hughes was right. He didn't have the sack numbers, but a lot of times that might have something to do with the other people on the field too. I mean, if you think of the defensive Good. line, um, we haven't been able to get to the quarterback with four guys. For well, a yeah. while now. It's been tough. And we ran into the same problem. I mean, you know, Mario Addison was a uh, 10 sack guy with Carolina. Right. He comes in and has five and a half with us. So, right. So at some point, it's like, okay, um, are we not getting production because of what? Now, um, are, are, are guys just, they can't get to the quarterback because they, their skill set is just dropping off or like what's, you know, something, right. something's, something's going on. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. And that's my point. Like, so maybe limit the number of moves. Get J.J. Watt, see how it works out, and then think about that later. Kind of like the Stefan Diggs effect, how it can raise and elevate everyone around them. Right. Well, is that right, kind of what you're thinking? Right now, Jerry Hughes is our best pass rusher, I think. Um, right now, I, I for think sure. Right yeah. now. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about these other guys possibly not being here next year. Um, but I think you're always looking for that guy you can bring in, either via the draft or whatever, um, the Ed Oliver that's going to be an immediate instant impact guy hasn't quite played out that way, but maybe JJ Watt elevates him. You know what I mean? For sure. He's um, going to, he'll get more attention. Yeah. You Bud know? Dupre uh, is a good example from Pittsburgh. He's done yep. really well the last few years, uh, especially since TJ Watt got there. You know what I mean? Right. He had like eight sacks in 11 games last year playing with um, TJ Watt. Correct. So yeah. he kind of, I think before that he never had more than five. So, uh, in a full season. So, you know, yeah, one way or another, maybe Daryl Johnson's that guy. Then that's going to be the coach and the GM's call if he's ready to make that move. You know what I mean? But I got a yep. feeling they're going to want two guys starting, two edge guys that are both capable of getting to the quarterback. And that may be Jerry Hughes and, and, and J.J. Watt, or it may be J.J. Watt and somebody else. Yeah, I mean, there's other guys available, yeah. you know, so it depends on, again, who gets re-signed by their teams and then who's available and whether or not, you know, there's no guarantee you can get 
yeah. J.J. Watt, for that matter. No, but. no. I mean, like I was saying, he's he's 31. Um, I think if we sign him, um, there's been other contract talk out there, like a four-year, $45 million, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, right. I mean, for me, I, I personally think that we can get him three years, 36 mil, so 12 mil a year. Yeah. I think I think that'd be... That'd be great. I mean, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I would take that all day long, man. I'd pay up to four, 14 million a year for the guy. Yeah, I think, I think so he's too. just that good for the defense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, his has his production dropped off. Yes, but the thing with him is he he's going to bring attention to that side of the ball all the time. I right. mean, it's the guy. Right. The guy can make plays. You know what I mean? Like, well, he, he crushed us in our playoff game. I mean, yeah. He he's what he, turned that half around. The reason we lost in the yeah. second half. I mean, certainly the announcers talked about him enough. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. And he's just an awesome player. But um, yeah, I I wonder how much of his production dropped off just to the fact that Houston. Well, they weren't good. Yeah, they were terrible. Yeah, I mean, on offense on defense, they were just not very good anymore. No. You know what I mean? No. And uh, after uh, Hopkins left, maybe. Maybe uh, JJ's thinking that here we're, you know, they're kind of trashing a team, going to do a rebuild. I'm 30 years old. Right. And you're going to rebuild the team now. Where does that leave me? Yeah. By the time you get good in three, four years, I'm ready to, you know, take a nap. I mean, come on. So that's probably why he's out of there. But, yeah, I I really think that that will be something they focused on is uh, those edge guys. And if it's Jerry Hughes, great. If it's not, big savings, and we'll see who else is available. Agreed. Agreed. So let's get into the uh, free agents real quick. And uh, like basically what I was thinking of, Jeff, would be uh, I'll, I'll name a guy that I think would be good to bring in. And, uh, you know, then you go, I'll go. We'll just kind of talk about guys that we think okay. would be cool to bring in and sure what what uh, what they could do and how much it'll cost, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah, sounds good to me. So I think I'll start off with we just talked about J.G. Watt. He was on my list. But uh, one guy that I think that could come in and make uh, – not like a big impact, but a guy that could fill the spot for TJ Yeldon and just be a guy that we can rely on if we need him would be uh, Marlon Mack, the running back from the Colts. Okay. Um, if he's 24. He's young. We could bring him in cheap right around the same as Yeldon uh, a year, start him out a year, three mil, you know? Right. And he, I mean, he's got a lot of skill set. The guy can catch the ball. Yep. You know, he, I, the thing is, is for a running back, in my opinion, it's it's not that we have two running backs in Singletary, and you know that he you know, he can't run the ball, or Zach Moss that can't run the ball. These guys are good, right? You know, we just got to fix some things up front. Yep, we didn't concentrate on running the ball very much at all. Right, I mean, and we may evident. not. I yeah. mean, we still may not. That might not be. Yeah, the goal is to be a great running team. No, I don't think so. But it's going to be a supplement for sure. Correct. You know, in, in my opinion, it's it. It's we don't have to bring in a a, a back that's gonna we're gonna pay nine ten million a year right why are we gonna do that right we don't need a guy that we don't need I mean everybody's like we should bring a speed guy in we should bring this in we don't, like right. people panic when when something on our offense isn't clicking yep. perfectly right yep but the thing is is if we need to run the ball we can run the ball right well we showed it against the Patriots we ran for two hundred and something yards yep it to me it wasn't it wasn't that we can't run the ball is Brian Dable did not focus on running right. the ball. Yeah. He just didn't. You're right. It's not that we can't. It's that we don't. Yeah, we just That's didn't different. do it. Yeah. I I mean, was there issues with running the ball against the Chiefs? Yeah, but we didn't try a lot. Right. You know, maybe we should have, but it wasn't in our game plan to do it. Yep. I, I know that for a fact. It just wasn't. 
Right. They weren't, they weren't going to do it. And again, it's an insurance policy, right? Yeah. I mean, Zach Moss ended up going out. And, and when you got, you know, all your investment in a couple of guys, one of those guys goes down. And, uh, and they say Devin Singletary can carry the load. I'm not sure I totally agree. Um, he's more of a, you know, smaller player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's cut for 20 or 25 carries a game. I, I don't. So it's it's more of that insurance policy and somebody that can come in in certain circumstances and play well. And I think, like you said, Marlon Max, a guy that can do that. Yep. Um, it's quality-wise, you've had Yeldon for a while. There's a reason he hasn't seen a bunch of time on the field. Right. So if that's the case and you're looking to, to change things up, yeah, I think he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I think that'd be a good a good pickup for us. Yep. What you got? Um, I one of the things they talked about, or Brandon Bean has talked about fairly extensively, and of course, you can you can feel it when you get beat by Kansas City as a tight end, you know. Yeah. And Dawson Knox may develop into he's very athletic. If he ever puts it all together, yeah, I think he's going to be very good. But in the meantime, when you're talking about making a Super Bowl run. If you're thinking time's running out for him to take that next step, then, yeah, maybe you want to upgrade at tight end. And I think there's some free agents out there that could really help you. Uh, One of the ones that I've kind of looked at um, at least a little bit is um, Hunter Henry, obviously, going to cost a bit. He's going to be very expensive. So a lot depends. Up to probably, yeah, yeah right. up to 14 mil. I don't think you'll probably get it this year, but maybe, you know. But, yeah, substantial upgrade in a, in, a, in a position of need. I just don't know if they're willing to go there. Yeah. You know, Tennessee's got that Jonu Smith. Yeah. Uh, again, very good tight end. What are you willing to spend? What's it going to cost you? Because he's going to be close to 10. Yeah, it's not yeah, that Jim. much of a difference. Yeah, right. So that's if you really feel that, that's a position that you really got to fill this year. Yeah. You know, and again, it depends on what happens. Like, I don't know what happens with Tommy Sweeney or, you know, Dawson Knox isn't going anywhere. He's still on a rookie contract, but yep. yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I think we've seen that, you know, having a really good tight end can make a vast difference. Look at all the, right. the top teams in the past 10 years. Right. They've got a superstar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like George Kittle and, um, you know, Travis Kelsey have changed the league, you know? Oh, yeah. It's- they're big time guys. Now, I mean, John Smith. I, I think we would have a shot at him. He's twenty six, so he's he's still young. I, I think we got a shot at him. We could get him for eight, I think eight million a year. I right. would think. You know. Yeah, and while we're on that subject, I'll tell you one that I'm really wondering what's happening. I just read another article today, um, that David and Joku mm-hmm. from Cleveland, right? Right. So they go and they bring in Hollister, give him a big cr- contract, and then and Joku ends up second then they draft harrison bryant fourth round last year and next thing you know he's barely seeing the field you know i mean this is a guy who i think in one season had 600 plus yards almost 700 yards you know um i don't know i don't know what happened there's some real question marks right around the relationship between him and that team yep and he may be available i think he's uh He's finishing up his contract this year at six million, but again, no dead cap space if right. they cut him. Yeah. So if they cut him, 
he hasn't seen much of the field in the last couple of years, you might be able to get him very reasonably. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, for four or five million or less. And he's a very, very talented guy. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. He might even been like a late first round guy, maybe, or something. But, right. But, um, yeah, he, he might be a one to kick the tires on. Now, again, yeah. if you're playing for a Super Bowl this year, maybe you don't want to take that chance. Maybe there's some toxicity there or something, the reason that you're going to stay away from that guy. But, but uh, as far as long term tight end prospects, he could be a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I didn't even think anything about that. And there, there's guys like that that around we, the league we, we probably don't even think about. You know, and you got Brandon Bean and these guys. You know, salivating that probably certain guys were like, when you think about right, they could right. bring him in, and we're like, oh my god, it wouldn't be the first that? time, right? Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. It, that always happens. Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we we don't work in the NFL for a reason, you know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they don't pay us the big bucks. For- yeah. For just that reason. But, but yeah, that's he's a good just point. somebody that I thought about the fact that the even in the fantasy football and for the last couple of years, it just seems like, man, a very talented guy that's completely underutilized. No doubt. And he's young. As far as I know, he's healthy. Uh, he looks more like a big wide receiver than a tight end. For sure. I, I mean, yeah. he's just, I don't know, just seems like a lot of talent there. And if you can, if you can, it's the kind of guy that right Brandon Bean's going to look for. Super athletic maybe injured, maybe for whatever reason, never really had that good chance. I mean, that's why Dawson Knox is here. He, he didn't have a chance in college. Right. You know what I mean? But crazy athletic made these, you know, circus catches and still does. But it's the ones that hit him in the hands he's got to work on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, tight end is going to be a, a, a key thing, I think, that we really have to consider some at some some point, somewhere, somehow, you yeah. know, whether we, we target an expensive guy like Hunter Henry or, you know, a mid-level guy like Janu Smith or right. or a guy that, like you said, like, uh, you know, David Ajoku. David Ajoku or somebody that, you know, we, we don't even think about that. They, They've they talked know about they that Gerald in, Everett so. guy from the Rams, too. Um, yeah, I, I saw I saw some stuff about him, and he's. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, my only concern would be, if, if, obviously, like you said, they know stuff we don't. Yeah. But I don't want to do a lateral move where we bring in. And two Dawson Knoxes, you know what I mean? It's almost like with Tyler Croft. He never really took over the position. I yeah. think that was when you bring him in and you pay him what you're paying, you were paying him. The idea is he's going to take over that position and there won't be any question who your starting tight end is. Right. My opinion, it just never, never came to fruition. He just never took over that spot. So, yeah, like- yeah I just don't want to, I don't want, a half a dozen tight ends that are yeah. yeah. And I'd like to you know fix I mean? that problem with both our running backs and our tight end. Now, where you put the money hardest, I don't really know. Right. I mean, you know, I think tight end matters more right now. I do too. Yeah. No, like you're, we're if you're a passing offense, you know, and and you can argue if you do cut John Brown, um, that you've weakened your passing offense, who you are. Um, so yeah, that's another position you better think about whether it's Isaiah Hodgins or like I say, maybe they figure they've got the pieces there already that he won't be missed. He did miss a lot of time. (laughs) We still made it to a championship game. So maybe they're thinking they already got the pieces, but I wouldn't be surprised if they either via the draft or free agency brought in another guy, maybe similar to John Brown for a little bit less money, um, and a little younger just to have that as an option. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And if we're going to upgrade at tight end, if if they're going to upgrade 
they're going to upgrade. If yeah, they, right. If right. they don't, if they don't want to, if they think, if they think they're good, then you're probably not going to see anything happen. Right. You know, I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry. I think it's either they're going to, they're going to up, if they're going to upgrade, they're not going to just be like, oh, we brought in like this guy that could be good. Right. I think they're going to upgrade and it's going to be a guy that's like, okay, that's an upgrade. Right. You know, and if they don't, then it's just, it is, they're going to have, they're going to roll with the same. But like Jay said, I think if it, it's important to have a, a good tight end in this league to stretch the field other than your four wide receivers. Right. You know? And you're going to have, and um, along with that, like on the defensive line, when I talk about those edge guys, you've got Starla Tulele, who opted out last year, probably coming back this year. Uh, Harrison Phillips played strong yep. towards the end of the season. Like he may finally have conquered that, that injury bug that just maybe rides in your brain, you know, even after you're healthy. Yeah. Because he really, really started looking much, much better towards the end of the season. He was making an impact. Yeah. And so you've got him coming back. And then, like I said, Ed Oliver. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be strong in the middle of the defensive line. You can afford to put a couple of bucks on the edge right now. Starla Tulele is not going anywhere because you can't afford to cut him. No. You know what I mean? Nope. It, and he takes up a lot of space. Yeah. Um, Harrison Phillips is still on a rookie contract, so he's inexpensive at Oliver. So you've got a lot of strength on that defensive line. You might as well throw some money at the edge. You I, know, that's, yeah, that's Jerry Hughes and J.J. Watt. Or another yep. one they haven't talked about is Von Miller, you know. Yeah, I saw a little bit kicking around, and he's 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 a little more productive than J.J. Watt is. And Right. Now he missed but, last season, mm-hmm. but um, – before that, he was still, like you said, he's still a productive player. He is. You know? And I mean, and, even Jadavion Clowney, you could get him cheap. Right. And maybe he's not like this premier pass rusher. He can get to the quarterback, but he is a very good edge setter. The guy yeah. is good against the run. He, yeah. He, that, that's where his expertise is really yeah. against the run. Yep. And uh, he doesn't have a ton of sacks, you know? Right. But that part of that position is yeah. a guy like that. And yep. um, David and Joku, you know, but again, I don't know if we want to get into the low teens uh, in millions of dollars on an annual basis for a rotational guy or, yeah. you know, I mean, I just don't know. That's going to be their call. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like how, how these guys think exactly, but to me, it's, there's only certain guys that I think they're going to want to bring in on one year deals. Right. Right. You know, there's only oh, cer- yeah. certain guys in certain positions like they, you know, there's obviously guys that they want to bring in that help the team win. But, you know, I think at long term, I think these guys want to bring in, you know, players that are going to be able to help you out for years to come instead right. of instead of like, oh, hey, let's bring in a guy for one year and see if he can help us get a Super Bowl. So, yeah. And the Bills are fortunate in the fact that, yes, they have some guys they need to sign. Mm-hmm. But really, the only really crazy expensive guy is Matt Milano. Right. You know, I mean, Daryl Williams, you should be able to sign fairly reasonably. John Feliciano, both of them under $10 million. Yes, it's still a lot of money. I understand that. Yep. But, man, if you look at some of these teams and uh, what it's going to cost them to keep their best players because they hadn't signed them yet, um, there's a couple of guys in Cincinnati that are free agents. It's probably their two best players on defense. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So they got to make a call. We're going we're gonna to spend $30 million on these two guys on defense or one of them's going to walk. Yeah. Well, that opens up an opportunity for somebody else. You know what I mean? For so sure. For sure, yep. The Saints are underwater, upside down, and backwards to 
the tune of like seventy million dollars. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, um, Drew Brees retires. They're going to save twenty some million there, whatever. Fine, but man, I don't know. They got a lot of guys that are going to probably move because they just can't afford to keep them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're sitting, we're still sitting pretty good, man. We yeah, really I'm, not I'm feeling good about where we're at. I, yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, speaking of New Orleans, though, they have uh, a young guy that Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. Again, I always question chasing a, a, a player's best season, but he had 13 and a half sacks this past year. Yeah, you he's a havoc guy, man. Yeah, he, he creates a lot of a lot of wreckage in there. Yeah, see, that would be a guy I would I would spend low teens. Yeah, I mean, to get do you have do you have what they're saying his contract would be? Uh, he's twenty six. Uh, the they're guessing projections somewhere around eleven and a quarter. Okay, maybe four year deal basically. About four years. Yeah, right. so you're talking right. forty five, forty eight, something like that. Right. I mean, I I was talking to you about him uh, last week, and he's a guy that I would take a hard look at for sure. Yeah, and uh, again, he he rated. Uh, Let's see. Pro Football Focus had him as a 28th best edge rusher in the league. So, again, when you talk about uh, Jerry Hughes at 18 or whatever he is, yeah, but he's 26 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? He may not have even peaked. Right. But I think that was the second tied for, like, second most sacks in the NFL last year at 13 and a half. And he's on a good defense where if you look at the other other side, he has – uh, what's the, I can never think of his name. Yeah, we all know. He's, yep. But he the, he has a really good DN on the other side of him. Right. So, like, if you brought him into a situation where he had, you know, Jerry Hughes, Jerry Hughes or, or J.J. Watt whoever, yeah. Would or that, Von Miller. Yeah, somebody, you know, in that in that range, that's where you're talking about. That's where your impact can start coming right. in, you know. And that, I mean, that's been since the end of the season is yeah. they got to get to the quarterback. They need a tight end. I mean, they need more out of the tight ends is exactly what Brandon Bean said. So yeah. I think that is two areas of focus, um, keeping the line together as much as possible and signing Daryl Williams and John Feliciano really does that. I mean, it really solidifies that line. Oh, yeah, big time, yeah. big time. The, another guy that I thought was uh, um, a guy that we could bring in to solidify the other corner would be Shaquille Griffin. Yeah. He's, he's uh, one of the top zone corners in the league. Right. And now that's what we run, right? We run a, right. a zone defense. He's 25 and we can we can get him I think around 10 million a year, dude. So, yeah, that's not bad. So, cuz the thing is is, you know, if we can get someone on the other side that is, a, you know, we have our one and two corner solidified, right? Right. Like Shaquille Griffin and Trey right. White. I mean, dude, that's that that would be huge and He's not breaking your bank, man. I mean, ten million a year. No, it's not. You know, it's not bad. Like a three-year deal. That and he's again, he's young. He's uh, like a year older than than Trey, right? Or maybe the same age, but somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I think that would be a, a huge signing. You know, I know we've been talking about tight ends. I know we've been talking about defensive linemen, but you know, our our back end is still, you know, is still very important. And let's be honest. I mean, the other corner hasn't been solidified really i right. mean it's been you know uh levi a little bit a little bit of josh norman back and forth go out and get get a guy like Shaquille griffin man yeah yeah now again i don't know if that's if that's sean mcdermott's base scheme is that what they like to do i know they've done hybrids where they'll have um cornerbacks man in 
and safeties and zone, basically linebackers and safeties and zone, cornerbacks and man. But uh, one of the guys from Cincinnati is a good, a good cornerback. Um, Yeah. His name is William Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, know and he's a young guy, 28. Right. um, Played really well on on, um, Cincinnati's team last year. He might be available and you might be able to get him under 10, maybe around nine. So, yeah, and the there reason, are guys out there, yeah. and, and that might be a spot that they target yeah. via the draft, or you know, yep, or maybe free agency. But there's also guys out there that are uh, Dane Jackson. You know, where's mm-hmm. where's he going to find a home? Is that is he a caliber that could be a starting corner? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's he's the, done it. I don't know if he would be a starting guy right now. Right. I mean, he's shown a lot of promise. But um, just to answer your question too, real quick, the Bills run a zone scheme over 60% of the time. Yeah. So you get a guy like Shaquille Griffin that runs it. I mean, that's one of the reasons we brought Josh Norman back into our, you know, right. our system. Like when he played for the Panthers under Sean McDermott, he was one of the top corners in the league running that same scheme. He went to Washington. They ran straight man to man. He was not good. Yeah, he's not a man guy. No. So no, especially now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and you you make a good point because you know you, there's a couple guys on a roster that you just don't know what they can be, right? But, but the, Shaquille Griffin's a guy you know what he can be, right? Based, based on what he's played in his own scheme already. Um, so now, yeah. what's the odds that he gets re-signed? Because I mean, a lot of the guys yeah, I've I talked know. about, that you know, even Hunter Henry, you know, they're talking about for Justin Herbert. Why would you let that guy walk? Right. You know what I mean? So. I don't know how they're fixed for cap space. That plays a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati has some cap space. They're they're sitting pretty good. Yep. So they may sign those two guys and more. But um, yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's uh, it's hard unless you really look into a lot of these teams and the, you know their like you said their cap space. What you know who they're going to sign. I mean, I know I heard a lot of stuff like you said about Hunter Henry. They would be probably pretty dumb to let him go, right? Just based on what they have in their quarterback right now, and you know, it's, and if they do, then he's the best tight end available in the yeah. agency right now, right? Unless somebody gets cut that we're not thinking of, you know. Now he had a problem real quick. Didn't he have a problem staying on the field this year, though? He did have some. I think it was this year had some injury issues. Yeah, I yeah. think it's periodically throughout his career. Yeah, you know that's been his biggest knock. Um, for several years yep. is just an inability to stay on the field. And right. that may be enough to scare away somebody like Brandon Bean. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Uh, don't remember who it was said, but the uh, best ability is availability, right? <laughs> yeah. Really, you know? True, man. Yeah. Un- Unfortunately, I think it might have been. Uh, undeniable. Uh, instigators. <laughs> this may be where I heard that. So. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We doing all right on time, Jay? Uh, we are currently at 54, almost 55. All right. All right. We got another about like, about <clears throat> like 10 minutes. Yeah. should be good. should be good. What um, what else you got on your free agent list? Well, the the last thing, and I don't know if you have anybody else on your free agent list um, that really jumps out at you. Um, or even a position we haven't talked about yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I pretty much covered most of it. Mm-hmm. If they do decide to cut John Brown and they are looking for wide receivers. Um, yep. Curtis Samuel from Carolina. Okay, yeah. Again, a Carolina guy, 25, pretty fast, similar to John Brown. It's a good one, A little less money, 
But uh, yeah, he's, he was number one wide receiver for Carolina yeah. before. So a good compliment to, you know, yeah, step on Diggs. I didn't think about him. I, I had two guys on my list. Uh, one being from Cincy, John Ross, 27. Yep. Um, he's really not a polished receiver, so to speak. He just never, he never was he developed. A first round he was guy? a first-round pick. Yeah, yeah. He just never. Never developed somehow. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is. He's got world-class speed, though. Yeah, so really fast. If we could bring him in or if we looked at bringing him in, he'd be reasonable. One year, two mil. Yeah. But the other guy we're thinking of that we have no clue what they're going to do with him, but – Kenny Stills is right. still a guy we brought in, didn't do anything with, and he's 27 all, uh, also. One me, one year, two mil for him. Right. But the difference between those two guys is Kenny Stills is a pretty polished receiver, dude. Yep. Yeah, he's you know? played on a couple of different teams, done pretty well. Yeah. His catch yeah. his catch rate was very high. Remember we were talking yeah. about that the yep. other day? Yep. Um, he, when pretty he was, quick. He was targeted. He... You know, he was he was money on he didn't drop the ball a lot. Um he's pretty polished as a route runner. So I mean he could be, so to speak, the diamond in the rough. Ultimately that may have been why they brought him in. Yeah, you were saying that the other to day get too. Him under which, contract because they knew which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, one year, two mil from, from a guy that could right. could right. get you what, sixty, seventy catches? For sure. I mean yeah. I take it every day. Sign me up, man. Yeah. So I like it. That's about all I got. Yeah, that's a that's kind of where I'm at too, um, I had the same you know tight end that you did. I had uh, the only one guy I'll just mention real quick, the Dalvin Tomlinson. He's a D tackle from the Giants. Oh yeah, he's a beast. Um, now he's a guy that would cost us a little more money than you know. I mean, he'd be like a twelve, twelve, thirteen mil a year right. type guy. Right. But um, he's a guy that if I don't know if they would take a look at him, he right. was the guy if you remember last year. Uh, they were talking about um, trade talks for for him a few right. times last year. Yeah. So something to think about yeah. there, you know. Yeah. It all depends on the guys in the locker room and, and what the biggest need is going to be because that's where they're going to have to focus this year, right? I mean, the idea is to make a run at the Super Bowl, try to fill a couple of those gaps that you are obviously short in, mm-hmm. tight end, edge. You know, getting to the quarterback. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't rule out anything at this point that's going to help you get there. Yeah, I think there's if we, nothing. If we only end up opening like 32, 35 million, like, I mean, it's going to be tough to spend a third of it on one player or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. But, but part of that is, and the last thing we'll talk about is the restructures, right? Because uh, from what I understand, and I don't know this for a fact, I don't think it's gospel, but. In my understanding is you can convert part of a player's salary into a signing bonus or some sort of bonus and then extend the cost of that over the course of the entire contract. So what it basically is doing is kicking money down the road so it opens up some cap space. The um, the cap hit from that particular player this year drops. Uh, and for some people, fairly significantly. Uh, an example would be Trey White's got the new contract, $14 million cap hit this year. You can convert a portion of that to a signing bonus, spread it out over the remaining years of the contract. It drops his cap hit down to $7.6 million. So, or it saves you $7.6 million. So it dramatically reduces that. Now, there are guys that I feel are almost absolutely necessary. Uh, Mitch Morse. 
is is uh, set to earn ten million dollars. Um, with the, with the history of the, the you know, concussions, things like that, he may be a good candidate, and you could yeah. save. Uh, I think it's around three million dollars there. Yeah, he'd be an excellent candidate. I think. Yeah, Star yeah. Star Latule. You know, again, that's one contract that I'm not sure they would do again if they had the opportunity, because this year you're still you're still eating a lot of money if you decide to cut a 33 year old uh, defensive tackle. You know what I mean? Yep. So um, he could save you. They could restructure him. He could save you a couple of million there, two and a half million, something like that. Uh, and I'm going with the guys I think most likely to at sure. this point, right? Yeah. Um, Deion Dawkins just signed a contract. He's he's set to get 11.4. Uh, you could save almost $5 million by restructuring that contract and pushing some of that money down the road with the intent that that money uh, with the cap going up will will be a little easier to absorb later than now. So you're saying they deal this basically with, with a lot of these guys. They, they can structure it so their bonus money covers what they would have made basically yeah, in, they in their, won't in their salary. The yeah, they won't, they won't cost them a penny. But what it's basically doing is like where we are this year, um, say with like Lee Smith, mm -hmm. there's no cap hit, I don't believe, with him. Um because no. we paid all the guaranteed money up front. Yeah. So you can cut him. All his guaranteed money is gone. Doesn't cost you a penny. Well, you're basically adding guaranteed money to those contracts. So you're making them more uh, end heavy instead of a lot of that hit up front. Yeah, Because Brandon you. Bean likes to whittle away at those contracts. So you might have a five-year contract, but the last two years of that contract basically – if they decide to cut you, it doesn't really cost them anything. And a guy like Trey or a guy yeah, like Trey, you're going to hopefully like keep Deion forever. Dawkins Deion Dawkins would be super smart to do because you know they're going to be around for a while. You you can structure it so the whatever I don't even know what they would do to structure to give them a right. bonus. Yeah, what, I don't know how like, they do that. Like if they're but... like, oh, here it's a roster bonus, or like, hey Trey, if you get like um, you know so many picks in a year, whatever it is. I don't know what they do. They probably try to make it easy to give them the bonus to cover. Well, it's a I think it's guaranteed money. I think that's the negative part of it. Okay. Right? So I you're gotcha. converting part of that salary. There, there's no um, – it's like a signing bonus. It's guaranteed money. You don't You don't get, get to do that. So it's not a it's performance It's not an incentive bonus. thing. I got gotcha, you. No. Gotcha. no. So, so if we end up cutting these guys in a couple of years, it's going to hurt. But, yes, we're going to have more dead but cap. But by doing hit. that, you you basically say we're going for it next year. Right, yeah. yeah so like you said, time, like yeah. Deion Dawkins, Trey White, even Stephon Diggs, mm -hmm. guys like that that are under contract for a, a fairly long period of time yeah. that you can take that, uh, say, 7 or $8 million that you've saved well over the course of four or more years, it might only be an extra $2 million a year. So even if you cut them four years from now, your dead cap's $2 million. You know what I mean? So makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot really of does. there's a lot of possibilities. The reason they talk about restructuring guys is um I mean, if they were to do everybody I think was eligible, and I, I don't I don't think they will, because obviously you're absorbing, but you could save in excess of twenty million dollars this year, which That'd be huge because now would be big. you're adding uh let's say they pull the moves off we talked about with the cuts, uh that gives us around thirty. 35-ish, uh, and then you're tell, telling me we can add another 20 to that? That'd be right. that'd be ginormous. Now you can really start to look at grabbing some of these guys like uh, 
I mean, making a hard play for him. Right. You or know? even signing some of your guys. Maybe you want to well, get too, yeah. Trey Edmonds under contract or or Josh. Well, Josh is he's the biggest one that is really going to have to be solidified here in the next. Right. I mean, I mean you can't. I mean, if you look at his performance uh, from year one, year two, <laughs> to year three, right? He's gonna get paid, man. So yeah, thank so, God we're not paying him by the yard. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he would yeah. gotten really expensive. But yeah, but I mean, that's that's everybody, right? Right. Like that's everybody. Kansas City is already they've taken that bite. You know, they paid him the big bucks, like forty five million a year or whatever. Mahomes is getting, and it's and, crazy. Uh, they're still freaking playing for Super Bowls. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? So there's ways to do it. It's up to the GM to make it work. Did so. you tell Jason what uh, Mahomes' salary is because of the, the how they guaranteed his bonus money? Oh, no, right? I don't even remember. 990000 Oh yeah, his base salary is. His base salary. Now, it's with, not even a million. With all yeah. the bonuses and incentives and stuff like that, it's obviously considerably more, but his base salary is not less even, than a million dollars. Not even a million dollars, dude. <laughs> Clever accounting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what it is. They're cooking the books to... You know, but look at where they are. Yeah. You know, Remember what you're I mean? telling me his cap hit like over like year three, four, five, six. It, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like up like year five, it got up to like $60 million well, yeah, or some something ridiculous like crazy. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to do it for one guy, I mean, yeah, he might at as well the be the best the quarterback guy. in the NFL for sure. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I've seen Jordan Palmer said something about Josh Allen may be the most talented athletic quarterback he's ever, ever seen. Saw that. I mean, that's that's crazy. That is. That is. That's crazy stuff. And, and I, after last year, I'm not arguing with a guy. He still says he hasn't hit his ceiling yet. I mean, I'm, I'm, geez, I can't has, wait for the season to start again. Oh, my God. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Right. We got three more weeks till till free agency hits. Yep. And then we have, so that's the March 17th, and then that will give us a little over a month until the draft. Yes. So that's, that's uh, yeah, and and as long as we're talking about it, like that's that's one of the things we're going to be trying to figure out here on this podcast is when we're going to be, you know, doing episodes. They're definitely not going to be every week, right? Um, but right. you know, we're going to be here for all the important stuff, and uh, you know, definitely try keep and be fresh. here when when there's something good to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to keep it fresh, and uh, that can change too. Exactly like you're saying, the Bills make a big play, and here comes Von Miller and JJ Watt. Yeah. We might have to have a podcast. We'll be, we'll be here just as excited minutes as talking you are. about those two <laughs> guys. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have three consecutive podcasts leading up to free agency, right? Correct. To, to, to continually talk about where thing, we're at. Things right are gonna now. change, and you know, yeah. stuff's gonna happen. But then, like Jay said, after that, um, until the draft will, you know, be kind of sporadic until that happens, and then, and then we'll yeah, build up the, after that. Yeah, you know, because camp and Mini things camp. are gonna come up, and yep, rookie so, camp. So we'll get up to that. Yeah, summer camp. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. summer camp. But uh, then the Bible cool... camp. Yeah, Bible camp. <laughs> We're not coming back for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah, we won't do that. They won't let us in. The cool thing is uh, being part of Buffalo Fanatics uh, podcast network. Now, not only will we be on, we're on Spotify now. And also, we're still going to be posting our podcast to Anchor.fm. Same, same stuff. But the yep. cool thing is, is we're also going to be part of like Apple Podcast, which is the the leader. Right and, and podcast downloads right now, so we'll have Spotify, we'll have Apple, uh, so the platform will be a lot easier to listen to us, not just you know Spotify or Anchor.fm. So right, that's going to be cool. And again, you can catch us on uh, on our Facebook page, uh, ETD Buffalo, Twitter. Uh, we're going to be all over Twitter still, uh, ETT Buffalo, and um, yeah, I mean it's uh, 
And do you want to do you want to talk real quick about our new podcast network? We're going to be on what it's called and where to find it and that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's going to be through Transistor. Um, but do you remember what was the? So basically, we're going to have our own page, which you know we're probably going to have it be ETD Buffalo because that's kind of what we're going with right now. Yeah. Or ending the drought if they let you do long form. Um, but we're also going to be hosted on their actual um, podcast feed on that service. So basically, you can go there, you can go to their page, and you can find all their podcasts. So you're going to get updates, you know, to everything they do. It's going to be great for people who want to listen to a lot of Buffalo Bill stuff. And if you're fans of ours, just come to our personal page too and check us out. Yeah. yeah. We'll be posting different stuff on both of them. So. Yeah. Well said, right. Jay. I, mean, I couldn't even yeah. say I, I wouldn't have yeah. said it better than that. <laughs> marvelous. So, yeah. Very, very marvelous. So, it's going to be cool. Uh, we're looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully soon we'll uh, we'll have our, our new uh, podcast home. Yep. Yep. You know? Right, yeah. Right, Absolutely. Right Jason's Yeah. We'll be part of a network. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come here, right. right well, Jason's. he's talking about oh, you're physical, talking about our new physical location. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. Jason's kitchen. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> it's a galley kitchen, so we got about three feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought we are going to build just like a... You know, like a little box in there we can sit in, you know? Yeah, I like it. You know, just a little hut. Right. <laughs> Although when the cardboard gets wet, we're going to have to build another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, it's cool uh, getting back with you guys. Yeah, I, it was fun. I, was I, to, I, I always love it. Start, I really starting do. to get it's a little fantastic. sad not talking about the Bill stuff with you guys. You yeah, know? no yeah. kidding. And so. it's still fun. Like, I mean, to me, it's just moving forward. It's yep. just uh, tweaking the roster. And yeah, and yeah I... A lot of people, not only us, but national people, feel that the Bills have a real shot this year. Big you time. Know? Big and, time. And uh, if Josh Allen does take another step, uh, man, look out. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome. It's going to be fun, guys. Yep. Well, uh, I will end it with the Marv Levy statement. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.